views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome. I want to welcome you. Welcome to the show. Great to have you here. We got a great show for you today. Healthy Solutions Exposed with my co-host, Dr. H and Letty M. Oh my gosh. These two are setting the airwaves on fire. Today we're going to talk about the seven deadly sins. What would you consider a deadly sin or better yet, a deadly lesson? I said sin. Actually, we're going to talk about lessons today. But you know what? This is our consciousness. You know, we think that the lessons in life have to be learned from sins. Oh, my gosh. How Freudian is this? Today's show, the seven deadly lessons. What would you consider a deadly lesson and why? Why deadly? Learn how to live life to the fullest with no regrets. Oh, I would say maybe the Seahawks are thinking about that now. What would you say, Taylor? Oh, yeah. Uh, great great rematch. A uh, little bit closer than the Super Bowl, which was uh, uh, probably for fans of Denver and the NFL a little bit better to watch than a 43-6 to blowout. But, uh, yeah. yeah, great game yesterday. Showed a lot of heart fighting uh, a, a really, really good team at home and uh, uh, conquering adversity to uh, go ahead and pull that victory out. Yeah, and how many of us had no idea of what that sudden death or ha- sudden half death over time was about? Yeah, Raise and, your hand if you're me. Yeah, and oh, they, me. They, they changed the rules almost oh. every year on everything, oh. so you got to keep up. Yeah, that if, if you score a touchdown, whether you're first or game's second, over. game's over. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, what are the seven deadly lessons to learn about uh, the Seahawks for moving forward? Please. Do not let it get like that again. <laughs> Lesson number one, hurry up, play the game, and win early. Yeah. Well, so we can get home safely. Get home safely. Well, today we're going to learn much, much more about uh, about life than, than that for sure. You know, because we've got, uh, you know, two amazing women joining me here today. Healthy Solutions Exposed. And, you know, my co-host today, Dr. H. Letty M., they have decided to say yes to their lives in an enormous way. And when I, you know, I get to think about, you know, myself, my own life, the ups and downs, the lessons we learn, the lessons that we, someone said to me, you know, you should have learned that lesson 10 years ago. Why aren't you learning it? Well, you know, maybe there's a reason for that. But my guests today are are folks that are saying, look, we've got a powerful message to take out into the world, and here it is. Dr. Teresa Hazel, a.k.a. Dr. H, is known as the freedom guru. She is a gifted, intuitive, holistic chiropractic physician, transformational coach, freedompreneur, radio celebrity, and co-host. She works with clients all over the world. 
And as a matter of fact, you'll be able to find out a lot more about her today. But she's on a mission to teach over a million people how to create more personal freedom in their lives, how you can unleash your inner potential, and transform barriers into stepping stones. Today, we're going to hear a lot about that. For over the past 20 years, she's been inspiring and coaching others to achieve not just attainable health, but holistic, complete health, wellness, and learn how to thrive rather than survive. Her vision is to encourage and motivate all that will take the opportunity to join her in this journey we call life. So today, we're going to focus on a lot of the lessons, but for her, Dr. H is about getting to the root of the problem and finding out what motivates us to decide on how to make the changes necessary. Our co-host, Ledian, passionate, motivational speaker, believes that every action, there is a reaction. As a matter of fact, we were talking about that this morning, so Letty's ears must have been ringing. And what does that mean in the light? You know, how do we look at that, that dynamic through the lessons? Working in healthcare industry for over 16 years, she's experienced life both as an overcomer and helping others overcome their critical situations. Now she's dedicated to share the skills she's learned both by experience and observation of those who seem to be unable to connect the dots. But her coaching programs, books, speaking, and her mission in life is to share what she's learned. What I love, what I love about both Dr. H and Letty M is that they have both bringing their lives experience to the table, and they're saying now we can learn. Letty M believes that at any given time with our, within ourselves exists the power to determine how our lives will impact ourselves and those around us. Now, today, we get to talk with each of them about these seven deadly lessons. And, you know, from all of this, we get to ask the questions of how do we learn the lessons? What are they? And, you know, what is the message that each uh, of these women want to bring to the table? Welcome to the show. Welcome. Great to have you both Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, that for that. What a, what a really cool topic, you know, the seven deadly lessons. You know, Dr. H., let's start with you. You know, I, I don't think it's a mistake that I said the seven deadly sins, right? That's uh, right. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. It can be a sin if we don't do it. Uh, <laughs> it is a sin. So give us a sneak preview, if you could, really quickly at a high level. What are the seven deadly lessons? And I know throughout the show we're going to dig right deeply into them. Okay. I'm going to talk about what they are, and then later I'll talk about kind of how this came about for me, since we need to move here. Um, basically, you know, we need to get a life. You know, we need to know where we're going and get laser light focus. Most people, they spend their life wondering, oh, I'm not sure about this, I'm not sure about that, you know. So it's like, get a life. Let's get a purpose and let's get take some action. Um then, you know, trying to live a life with no regrets because most people, they live in the past. They're too worried about, you know, their experiences and I can't do this and I can't do that. It's basically just stop living in the past, stop holding on to those old patterns of action, and let's move forward. And then the third one would be just do it. Just stop procrastinating. I mean, procrastination is, you know, no action. It um, creates um 
fear of moving forward, and uh, basically we just need to stop, get out of our way and start acting. Kind of like the Nike thing, just do it. <laughs> um, exactly. The fourth thing would be get out of your own way, and, and to do that, you know, a lot of times the reason we're in our own way is because we're too worried about fear and self-sabotage, and, you know, even not only our own belief system, but the belief system that we've been taught and um, comprising of all those experiences and basically knowing that, you know, those experiences, you know, we don't have to choose to allow those to stop us and to, to paralyze ourselves. And then um, another one I would say is cliff diving. And what I mean by that is being a risk taker. Because, you know, the greater the fruit, the greater the reward. So sometimes we got to step out just a little bit further on that limb and take a little bit bigger risk. Um, and then the sixth one would be building a power team. Stop being so darn independent. And, you know, stop isolating ourselves. Stop being perfectionist. And start surrounding ourselves with positive people. You know, they, it's true. The birds of a feather flock together. So as a person changes, and we make changes in our own lives, and we decide to move on in our life, that might mean changing our support system. And so we need to be, you know, surrounding ourselves with power team, a power team of positive people. And then this is my favorite one on number seven, because too many times people get to the finish line and they stop. They're like yeah. right there, you know. So play the game full out. Stop, you know, um, giving in and giving up. It's in the push that results happen. So that's like on a treadmill. Somebody's running yeah. even on a treadmill. The last two minutes, it's like, oh, I'm done. It's in that last two minutes that you're really ramped up to get what you came for. So, wow. You're talking about the Seahawks game yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because I'm listening to you and I'm thinking to myself, you know, as many of us were kind of thinking, in, you know, your your energy and your focus goes to how could they be winning the game by, like, 17-3 and then within minutes watch that victory slip out of their hands. But it's something that you just said that reminded me uh, of, of something very important, and that is, you know, uh, play the game, build a power team. You know, this idea, though, of, of just doing it and not giving up, you're so right. I mean, how often are we on that last minute of the treadmill, right? And we're on mm -hmm. it, and we could feel the, you know, we could feel that that acid growing in our muscles, and we just are like, oh my god, I'm going to quit now. I've done enough. Or for some people, they're like, I'm going to push through. I'm going to push mm -hmm. through. Um, what does it take to push through? To push through, though. Wow, it takes a lot of determination. And mm -hmm. it, it takes, it goes back to that focus and knowing what you want. And the, the closer you know you are to knowing what you want, the more you realize what it is and the more attainable it becomes. So when you're in those last minutes of that game, it's like the eyes should be on the prize. Do not mm -hmm. give up because that's where results happen. That's so true. We're going to take a short break when we come back. Buddy Ann's going to talk to us about uh, what is it like? What is it like when we live with regrets in the present? What are we doing to ourselves when we do that? 
you know, we're so focused on what we should have, what have, could have done, that we didn't do. Have we missed faith building in the moment we're in right now? We have got a fabulous show. We've got lots of information to give you about both of my co-hosts today, Healthy Solutions Exposed with my co-host, Dr. H. Wediam. The seven deadly lessons. What would you consider a deadly lesson? Learn how to live life to the fullest with no regrets. We'll be right back with the show. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. Galios miso dressings are delicious and made with only the finest, freshest, and all-natural ingredients. Galios miso dressings are low in fat, sugar, salt, and carbohydrates. They do not contain any artificial ingredients or any wheat, eggs, vegetable gums, or MSG. What they do contain is astonishing flavor and silky texture that can only come from using premium quality ingredients. Order online with free shipping at www.galioscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S cafe.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Wondering how to make more confident strategy for retirement? Do you know that there are potentially more than 12 things to consider when planning for or approaching retirement? Then stop wondering and attend the retirement seminar hosted by Jeff Packman, financial advisor with Packman Brown and Associates, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington. Call 425-372-4813 for a formal invitation to the next seminar on November 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Light hors d'oeuvres and beverages will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Listen to the Yo! Andrew News Talk Show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com slash listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet Yo! Andrew at andrewtweetgeo. Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at yoandrewnts.com. 
Hey, everybody. For more information about us, go to the drpatshow.com. Go to transformationtalkradio.com. And I think if you want to hit us up on Facebook, it's Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show, and Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show. And as I said before, um, we've got a lot of things going on, and uh, you will also hear about them shortly. We're thrilled about the programming and the folks that have uh, stepped up to say yes, not only to what is important in the world, but what's important to help all of us. And today... Uh, my co-host, Dr. H. and Letty M., both of them, both of these, these, these women are passionate, purposeful about taking what they've learned in life, sharing it, and helping all of us make a difference. You know, we were talking about, uh, you know, the, the seven deadly lessons. And one of the deadly lessons had to do with regrets, had to do with regrets. Uh, Letty M. is joining me here today. Letty, I love this topic, regrets. Live, and that was number two, live a life of no regrets and what happens when we live in the past. And I wanted to ask you, uh, uh, how is this manifesting in our lives? Tell us a little bit about the consequences and the opportunities about regrets. Well, I would like to start the conversation up with um, something that I live on a daily basis with is the only person you should try to be better than today is the person you were yesterday. Hmm. And so... With that said, when you think about regret and in terms of regret, what is you have to first identify what is it in your life that you regret? Do you live it out every day? And see, I don't believe in regretting any experience, good or bad, in your life. I believe that all experiences come to teach us a lesson. Um, it is our job, as we are here, to learn from those lessons. So you, we can sit here and encounter each experience that we encounter as a negative or a positive or file it into, you know, labels, or we can decide that they are experiences in themselves and that we live them. And as we allow them to be lived, then we can learn. And, and that dissipates the regret factor. When you live with regret, you live in the past. You carry away that you don't need and, and you don't learn. And so I believe in not regretting. I believe in learning. And I believe in taking life as a learning experience. And as you learn and as you walk through life, the more you learn from from the choices you have made, the better person you can become as compared to the person you were yesterday. I love this topic. I, I love this. I love that you two are taking this on. I really do. You guys, you know, you what you put together with these seven deadly lessons are brilliant. I've done 9,000 radio shows, and I have to tell you that I'm looking at what you put together and how you cut right to the chase about this conversation, and I'm saying what a breath of fresh air we got today. You know, Letty, I wanted you to talk a bit about this idea of regrets. And, you know, there, there are some things that you talk about. You talk about six different things that should be on your trash list. <laughs> but basically what you're saying, these are the six things you need to throw in the garbage, right? <laughs> right, right. These are the six things that I think we tend to carry around. You know, it depends on the choices you make or how whether it comes externally from what you believe other people believe or it comes internally from what you think of yourself. These are the things, six imperative things that I have found for myself to be about most important to get rid of, or in other words, just trash them, get rid of them. Um, number one would be shame. Don't be ashamed mm-hmm. of your choices. Don't be ashamed to be wrong. Don't be ashamed to embarrass yourself. You know, you, you cannot accomplish anything if you're going to live with shame. You know, that's number one, just get rid of it. 
remorse and regret, they kind of fall under a similar category. You don't need to regret your choices or experiences or life in general. Life is what it is. You just got to learn from life itself. And that's how you take charge of your life. You know, you, you go out with a good heart. Right. You experience what you experience. You learn from it and you move on. Right. And the story. Guilt. Um, you shouldn't feel guilty about your, the choices that you make, whether they're good or bad. As I said, they're experiences. You know, guilt is the thing that keeps us from making choices even. It can hinder us from making choices. I might make that person, you know, angry or I might do this. No, you, you have to you have to go out there with honesty and integrity and you have to go out there with a full heart. And you make those choices and you stand by those choices and you live by those choices. And if you make the wrong decision, you know what? Apologize. Get rid of that. Apologize. Say, you know what? I was wrong and move on. You know, you, you just don't stay there. The guilt of yeah. it or and the regret of it or in the shame of it. Right. Bitterness. Oh. Bitterness. Oh. You know. Let's use another word for bitterness if we could. I, I think I, I wanna just I, I was waiting for you to talk about this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so bitterness, another way of also talking about bitterness is the toxicity of resentment. Right? Because isn't bitterness the equivalent of resentment? Oh, my gosh. Resentment is a killer, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm. If you choose to carry that, then you become bitter. If you become resentful of your choices, then you can become bitter. And when Mm. you live bitter, you just see everything as a negative. You know, nothing can be good. Say we're having a bad moment, you know, and or, or you're carrying something that affected you yesterday, perhaps. And you carry that on today. You carry that bitterness inside you. You know, you're carrying that regret inside you. And so every encounter and new experience you encounter now, now you're having a bad day all of a sudden when it's a bad moment because you're not letting go of that bad moment. And so I believe that bitterness creates something within you and your subconscious that, you know, ultimately creates a personality in you. Mm. And if that's how you wish to live or that's how you choose to live, it becomes quite a negative experience on any experience that you encounter. And you close yourself to anything that you might encounter in a positive light. You know, one of the things that I'm so, uh, I'm really so struck by is, you know, this is really, you know, something interesting when we look at our lives. And, you know, what you, what you both are talking about are lessons. And we look at our lives, and, you know, now we're focusing on this one particular lesson. And within this, just this one lesson, right? I mean, if mm-hmm. we could really take these items that you're referring to and really put them in the garbage, our lives would be different. You know, you also talk about past negative experiences. And, you know, you're saying, okay, let's put these negative experiences in the garbage. Boy, I'll tell you, we hate to give up our stories, though, don't we? I mean, I know I could even speak for myself for a really long time. I used to talk about my life as if it were a country western song. Um, and, and, and it was kind of like, well, wait a minute, don't you feel sorry for me? I don't do that anymore, but we do hold on to our past. What are the consequences of that? I believe that when you hold on to your past, you affect your present choices, experiences, Mm -hmm. and interactions because Mm -hmm. you have a prejudgment of what's going to happen now. You see, when you hold Mm -hmm. on to a past negative experience, um, say, for example, you got rejected from a particular job. 
or mm-hmm. um, a relationship didn't work for whatever reason or a friendship didn't work for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You know, if you carry the baggage from that negative experience or what you would experience as negative and you internalize it as this is what's going to happen on my next encounter, then that's who you become as a negative person. Not only do you become a negative person, you you prejudge every experience that you now encounter in the future wow. because you still carry that baggage. Yeah. And so well, I believe that mm-hmm. I believe yeah, that getting rid of that identifying why mm-hmm. would create that negative feeling within you when you have mm-hmm. a certain stimuli. You know, what creates that um you know, for example, I can tell you a lemon. You know, when you look at a lemon and you're gonna take, say, a bite of it or a sip or whatever, in your mind you already know that it's a bitter flavor, correct? Yeah. So when you take the taste of it, you already know ahead of time that it's going to be bitter and sometimes you might make a face if you're sensitive to that taste and so the same experience happens when you encounter somebody in the future if you've had a negative experience in the past whether it's relationship job related or friend related um, you predispose a judgment on who you're going to meet and until you get rid of that negative baggage that you carry you will continue to make mistakes and not only will you make mistakes you will put judgment on others mm. Yeah, oh boy, that's, and you know, part of this is also what you talk about, you know, regarding the, you know, the law of attraction as well. I mean, if we're carrying everything around, you know, uh, there's been many things said about the law of attraction, but very little has been said about what we need to do to clear the slate to allow that law to work. Tell us a little bit about that. For the law of attraction um, to work in the way I understand it, is what you put out is what you receive. It's almost like a simile to karma. If mm-hmm. you decide within your mind that um, every encounter you're going to have in the future or in the new future, or, or even today, you know, when you go to the grocery store and encounter anybody, you know, we see different people when we walk. Some look angry and some don't, but it's all a matter of perception. How do you, what you put out is what you receive. If you put out there that you are going to have a bad experience with such person, or that you're going to have a negative experience or a positive, that's essentially how you, how you take it in. If you approach somebody negative and you take that in internally, then that's what your interaction becomes. You're putting out there that energy. But if instead you decide to stay within your positive focus, within who you are, and don't allow the external stimuli to take you in, then you still remain within you. Um, in the same essence, the law of attraction, I, the way I believe it is, you know, be brave to ask for the things that you want. If you want greatness mm-hmm. in life, if you want money, if you want good relationships, if you want yeah. to be healthier, then put it out there. Then ask for that. Don't ask yeah. for, what well, this is not what I want. I don't want a better relationship. I don't want to be, you know, uh, financially unstable. I don't want to be this. No, you know, if you keep asking for the things that you don't want, right. you can't make progress. You have to keep looking forward, okay? So I want to be successful in what I'm doing. How do I get there? I want a better friendship, and I want to relate to people in a better way. How do I do that? And I believe that's how the law of attraction works, is you ask for what you want. Mm. Well, uh, we're going to take a short break because I love what you're saying. You're, You're absolutely right about this. I think subconsciously we are all asking for what we don't want. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? It's like... 
it's like yesterday. We're looking at the game, and, you know, like somebody's saying, oh, my God, don't lose, don't lose. Oh, okay, you could have said, oh, my God, come on, you guys, let's win. But they're like, oh, no, don't lose the game. It's so interesting, as I'm listening to both of you, how we bring this stuff to the forefront. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to finish up with a couple of items we have here. And Dr. H is going to take us through our lessons right here. Do you accept yourself or, uh uh-oh, Taylor, you ready? Do we hide parts of ourselves? And I want to know how Dr. H and Letty M are going to show us how we can tell the truth around that one. Oh, my gosh. Taking it from somebody that wore big T-shirts for most of her life. We'll be right back. What robs you of your energy and vitality? The weight gain that won't go away? Biochemical imbalances? Toxicity? Prolonged stress? Or maybe a trauma from a car accident or fall that damaged your nervous system? Call 866-499-7509 and talk to the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. They'll take the time to give you a free consultation to evaluate the health problems affecting you. Get your health and energy back. Call the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate at 866-499-7509. In retirement, will you have enough money to live life on your terms? Everyone has retirement questions, so ask Prize Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601-108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member of FINRA and SIPC. The Women and Wisdom Fall Festival is right around the corner. Join them at the North Seattle Community College Conference Center October 11th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free admission. Festivities include a silent auction, healers, educational booths, delicious food, and a variety of vendors. Don't miss this fun-filled event. For more information, visit womenofwisdom.org. That's womenofwisdom.org. See you there. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Holistique Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey, everybody, welcome back. 
Healthy Solutions Exposed. You know what I like about uh, my co-host today, Dr. H and Letty M, you know what, a.k.a. Dr. H, I want to say. You know, here's what I love about this. You know, this is not just about folks that have said yes to coming on air and, and, and talking about stuff. These two women are passionate, and what they had to do in their own lives, by the way, is say yes to their own dream, is to say yes to moving beyond these seven deadly lessons, apply them to their own life. And what I love about this is I get to take the journey with them. So I, I actually have had the honor of watching how they've grown and created a platform that is amazing, and now here they are as if they have been doing this for 100 years. And what I love about this is that this is what they teach other people how to do. This is it right here. Every one of us, we get to do this. Now, before we kind of jump in and keep going here, Dr. H, you know, you have created something amazing for people. I'm so excited. Tell us about what you put together on the 21-Day Freedom Challenge. I can't wait to do this myself. Go ahead. Okay, absolutely. Um, well, as you said, it's the 21-Day Freedom Challenge. I'm kicking it off on October 1st, and it's really for people that are, that need to do just this, that they need to identify what's holding them back. They don't want to live a life of regrets anymore. They feel stuck in their past. Um, therefore, they need to identify and accept these old belief systems. They need to eliminate and clear them so that that can create more space in order for them to take on a new opportunity to go forward and restore with what what is to come in the future. So kind of like you were saying with, you know, the law of attraction and some different things a while ago, that, you know, we think of the past as holding us back from the present, but more importantly, it's also blocking our future. And until we can learn to identify the past, release it, live in present time consciousness in order to be present, to be able to be in the now, then we can identify where it is we want to go. Until we get into the present, we can't identify the future. We can't get in the present until we eliminate the past. So this program is, is perfectly designed to help do that. And um, it's a 21-day freedom challenge, and um, they can, down, they can um, email for a download at drh, which is brh, at thefreedomguru.com. Awesome. Now, we're just taking a sneak peek today in this conversation because, you know, these, both of these ladies are really on to something, and I'm so thrilled because I get inspired. I do. I never really know how things are going to turn out on the show, and then when I do, it's like, ah. So we're going to talk about a couple of really important things. We're actually going to skip the break because we've got lots to talk about, everything from procrastination, you know, to taking risks. But right now, you know, Dr. H, accept yourself. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, did you hear my comment that I walked around most of my life in a t- in T-shirt that was like four sizes too big for me? So help me out. Well, I call this living in a glass house. And, there, you know, there's different levels of honesty. So we have to accept ourselves. But to do that, we also have to be honest with ourselves. And in order to do that, we need to, like, pay attention to the negative self-talk, the negative sabotage. You know, we're always, we're telling, we are our own worst enemy, and we're telling ourselves most of the time, you know, lies, basically. So we need to identify that we're doing that and basically reframe those patterns and 
start being our own best friend and learn how to nourish ourselves, learn how to um, take care of ourselves in a way of mental, physical, and emotional. And um, on another level, then we worry about what other people think of us. You know, we, so we try to hide things from other people. And that can be a lie that is not even telling a lie because you're covering up. And, and those types of action will block your reception. So if you're putting out there, you're wanting something positive to happen, if you have this negative blocker, it's going to prevent you from receiving what it is you're asking for. And then on a third level is, you know, hiding things from other people that we're just flat out, you know, telling the lies that maybe it's not really still a lie, but we're just trying to sugarcoat it um, mm. and make it sound better than it, than it really is. So it's really about getting raw and real and just saying, you know what, you know, and I don't really care about what other people think. And I can tell yeah. you that I have been there. We all have been there. And about the time you think that you might work to the, the root of everything being over it, it can come back again, and you have to keep working at it at different levels. I mean, I still experience this. I've experienced this recently. And I think for me, it boiled down to judgment. What are people going to think? And it's like, ultimately, it doesn't, shouldn't matter to us. If, you know, what, what, is, what you think of me is just none of my business, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, here's what I what I love about this and what you're talking about is, you know, we have personal experiences in our lives, right? And, you know, sugarcoating it, we don't even know what that even looks like. But what I hear you talking about is something that I learned that's called rigorous honesty. And so, you know, this is part of, of some of the things you talked about. The other thing I want you to talk about is, you know, how do we stop comparing ourselves to others? Is that like sort of like rule number right at the top of the list? How yeah. deadly is that? Yeah. Well, that can be a tough one when, you know, it really boils down to getting in touch with who you are and knowing yourself and being your best friend and being okay with you. Um, you know, and stop letting other people rent space in your head as far as what they think about you. So, you know, if you are worried about what people are thinking, you're constantly comparing. But if you can stop worrying about what they're thinking and more worry about what it is that's going on in your life, that, you know, that where you are and where you want to go and what you want out of life, and you can, with that, have purpose and passion, it doesn't matter anymore because then you don't, have to compare to somebody else because what they have going on in their life may not even fit who you are. And, yeah. you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. Oh. Sometimes we think that's what's going to work for us, or sometimes we think that would be the better choice going to the other side of the fence. But in all reality, when they get there, the grass may not look, you know, up close. It doesn't look the same as from a distance. Wow. And so that's why we really need to get in tune with who we are up close and personal and learn how to live in more of a present time consciousness. Wow. You know, that leads to, yeah, that leads to a question that I have for, for you guys about taking action. Uh, you know, I think, Dr. H., you said earlier about, you know, just do it. Uh, and then I think to myself, okay, all right, so let, let me just do true confessions, and maybe I can get some help from one of you on this. Everybody on the planet has said to me, okay, 
what is taking you so long to write your book? Write your book, write your book. Just do it, write your book. Okay, well, I guess if I didn't know, if I knew that, then maybe I would just do it. So, you know, am I procrastinating? What are some of the dynamics of this that are going on? Am I judging myself, Dr. H.? And, how, and I don't think I'm alone. I think there are a lot of people that would love to be doing things or just doing it that don't. Who can help me with this? Okay. I think fear is the number one factor. And it could be, it's fear of the unknown. It's fear of having enough time and taking over your life, meaning like you may already have a busy schedule to fit that in, how I fit it in. Um, fear, like as a for instance, with just do it, um, like, I was in Hawaii, and I was watching this young girl. She was jumping off the end of the United States, basically, and 50-foot jump into the ocean, basically. And she was standing there, and it was just like she, you know, all these people were doing it. Now, granted, I can't swim, and I can't do it, and I am too fearful to do that. (laughs) But it was like. Eventually, they're like, come on, come on, you know, and they were cheering her on, and she'd go to jump, and she'd stop herself, and she'd come back, and then she'd go to jump, and she'd stop herself, and she'd come back. Finally, she jumped, okay? But it was the fear of the unknown. Mm. So when you make that choice to move in that direction, it deals with faith without vision, Sometimes, because you have to be guided as a blind person. You have to be guided in the dark because you don't know where that's going to take you. Just like starting the show, writing my book, shifting my practice into more of a national-type setting. Those are fears of unknowns of, you know, what if it don't work? What what if it does work, you know? And I fall into predisposed failures, what I call them, predisposed failure. You're presetting your mind. Correct. When you predispose yourself, you you already created outcomes that do not exist. You're already stating that, you know, this will happen. Um, I I wrote down, for me anyway, there's it's a list that I that I remind myself on a daily basis, the six excuses that prevent you from greatness. Um, predisposed failure. You're already thinking that you're going to fail at something when you haven't even tried it. Um, when you say, this is who I am. This is who I am, so I can't change my mind. Um, yes, you can at any given time change your mind. It's all up to you. I am not enough or I'm not good enough. You know, as, mm-hmm. as women, I think we tend to do that one especially. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not good enough to do this. I'm only a female or I'm only that. And I, and I don't mean mm-hmm. to get um, gender-based because there is some males that feel that way as well. But I think mm-hmm. that when you start believing that you are not enough, then you're not enough for anything that you want to accomplish. you got to think of yourself great to become great. And that has nothing to do with ego. That has to do with perception and, and how you want to see yourself improve. Right. Um, I don't have time. I mean, you have to make time. If you really like something and, and you're passionate about it and you love what you're doing, then you have to make the time. You know, Whether you set 20 minutes aside in the morning to do it or in the afternoon or mid-morning, whatever works for you, you have to make the time. Um, what will they say? Um, it goes back to judgment and what you think of others. Um, and I think, you know, it has been in my experience, or the thing that I, another thing that I live up, the minute you live out of the opinions of others or the criticism of others yeah. is the minute that you self-destruct. Yeah. Because you're validating 
what somebody else says. It doesn't mean you shouldn't learn from what somebody else says, because I believe you can learn from good and bad criticism. You know, you can learn something from both. But the minute you internalize it and have it become part of your personality is the minute that you self-destruct. And so if you can get rid of that and those excuses, I honestly think you can reach a greater achievement and you can, you know, accomplish your goals. When you were talking about the large T-shirt, it reminded me so much of that quote. Uh, if you if you validate yourself by the opinions of others, you will self-destruct. And once you yeah. learn that the opinions of others are of others for a reason, and you can learn from criticism, and you can learn from encouragement, but yet your self-worth and your self-confidence comes from the inside out, then that's when you start becoming the best version of yourself. And you, you know, cannot reach your full potential if this is holding you back, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, this is really what I what I love about what we're talking about here today. For those of you just tuning in uh, to the Dr. Pat Show here in Transformation Talk Radio, this is Healthy Solutions Exposed Radio with my co-host, Dr. H. and Letty M., the seven deadly sins, you know, and we're talking about them. But I'll tell you what you both have put together for this show. I hope you're going to take what we have not gotten to talk to and put it up in a blog. And if you send it to us, we will post it on social media because I cannot believe how much ground you have covered in such a short period of time that just cuts right to the chase. You know, let's talk about taking risks for a minute, if you don't mind. You know, that is, again, a perception. And you talked a little bit about that, Letty M., you know, just a few minutes ago. But there's a part of this that, you know, Dr. H., I'd like you to talk about because part of this risk-taking really gets deep down into how we block ourselves from receiving as well. You know, we don't really say that um, being open is a risk, but it is. See, when we're open to receive, for many people, you know, we have not allowed ourselves to receive any time in our life. So it's an enormous risk to now be open to receive. How do we continuously block ourselves from getting our greater good? Well, it's, you know, a lot of times it's our experiences that leave an imprint on our actions of today. So they kind of, it's branded in the subconscious memory. So once we can identify some of those things that are conscious and accept those and learn that by our mistakes, we can move on. But a lot of times what happens is we continue to worry and we continue to focus on it. And what we focus on expands, which is what you were talking about with the law of attraction earlier, with whether it's good or bad, we are focusing on something bad and it continues to expand. So affirmations definitely help to reframe those in a positive way. But it really boils down to fear. And like I was saying just a minute ago, the fear and the lack of and um our mental perception, because what might be fearful to us may be nothing to somebody else, just like the kids who were jumping off the cliff that didn't have, take a second thought of it. They just jumped. Um, you know, and I think it boils down to, you know, just trust. And, our, you know, sometimes ourselves, but it's our belief patterns from that we've acquired through our own experiences as well as generational curses. A lot of times these these things are put upon us from not only our past experiences, but from prior history of our parents. And um, basically what we need to do is 
again, identify them, but we can't let them paralyze us because a lot of times, you know, through the analysis, we create paralysis. And so that becomes a bondage, and it, it holds us back, and there's no way we can reach our inner potential worrying about yesterday. So it still kind of boils down to getting into present-time consciousness and the now. The now and the present is our gift. You know, and we, ha- we have to get to that space and create space to be able to add more to move to the future. And I think it can help by taking inventory and, you know, working on what no longer serves purpose for our lives because what used to work for us in one manner may not serve a purpose anymore. We might be holding on to it because it worked before. We, we are expecting the same results whenever in all reality it could be the very thing that's holding us back. You know, our greatest strengths, uh, our greatest weaknesses can be our greatest strengths and our greatest strengths can be our greatest weaknesses. So, for instance, I'm a detailed person. Well, getting into details of of things, I can get a lot done. But you put me in the middle of chaos, I have to organize before I can even start working. Wow. So, you know, we might have to restructure our situation externally to be able to allow us and also identify how much of that is internal that you need to just let go of. Wow. Because, again, you're holding your own stuff back. And, you know, like with the weight thing, you know, starting over, allowing yourself a starting place that every day or every moment is a new beginning. Stop. Analyze the situation for one second and be, okay, I messed up. I ate that French fries, French fries and drink that soda. But I can start over right now and I'll make better choices from this day going forward and just start over. Allow yourself that moment of starting over. That's how you gain reception and receive. And it also comes back to being your own best friend and nurturing yourself. Um, you know, sometimes we have the fear of letting go. And even a lot of times being overweight is a fear of letting go. We retain weight. And until we can, like, work on these things from an internal emotional standpoint and let them go, sometimes we cannot move forward. And yeah. 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 I mean, it is really, really, really quite um, exacting what you put together. I mean, you guys have really put together like this blueprint, right? You put mm-hmm. this, this blueprint together. But even if, even if I were to look at this and I would pick maybe just two things to do, right? Two things. Mm-hmm. My life would change immediately. But we get hung up. And I love the question you asked. What is your label? OMG, I love this question. We could do a whole show just on that question because some parts of my life I labeled myself, but I don't know that I've ever said it out loud, right? You know, I don't know that I said, oh, I'm this. But we do this. I'm poor. I'm not educated. Uh, I'm not good looking, right? I'm this. I'm not that. And I wanted to ask you, okay, because we have a few minutes left, left, left. We live in a society that has a label for everything. You understand, right? We have a label for everything. We have labels for whether you are a certain religion or not religion, whether you're heavy, whether you're thin, whether you speak well, whether you don't. Tell me a little bit uh, about this, Letty, Dr. H. What, what, what is the 
deadly lesson from labeling? You know, I can tell you, labeling for me is when you, is this exactly that I'm this and I'm that, and, and you create labels for yourself and you live up to those labels. So be careful what you put out there as to who you are. If you decide that you're an inspiration, if you decide that you're going to motivate, or if you decide that you do those things, then those are the things that you aspire to. That's not who you are as a person, but those are the things you aspire. But what labels do you give yourself? Do you tell yourself you're not good enough? Do you tell yourself you're a negative person? Do you tell yourself that, you know, you're going to be only this? And that's who you are. And if you're okay with that, then that's, that's fine. But then that's the label that you live by, and so you stand by that. Mm. And so others choose and decide how they're going to relate in that energy field. Yeah. I think, you know, another uh, other labels that I believe that we attach ourselves to is, you know, our degrees. You know, I have a bachelor's in this area. Or I have a master's. Yeah. Should you not be proud of those things? Of course we should be proud of those. They're accomplishments. You know, they're, they're, um, it took energy and it took effort to get to those labels. But what would happen if tomorrow you didn't have that? Is that who you would be? Mm. Oh, I know. I I worked for the telephone company for 24 and a half years, and I swear, you know, I had a bell, you know, bell-shaped head. You you know what I mean? I was so Mm -hmm. identified with with my job and my company uh, that it was devastating when I didn't have it anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was getting to that, too, because I had a job, you know, once where I was teaching, you know, ACLS and PALS, you know, for... Um, advanced cardiac care and things like that, and I lost my job. Mm. But I was, at that moment in time, I was that job. That was my life. I mean, I went home and studied. I taught that class. The minute I lost it, I lost myself in an essence. And I woke up and I realized it was one of the, you know, it was very devastating and it was hard to take, but at the same time, it was a very enlightening moment for me because it made me realize I have identified myself with this person. This is where I was driving my self-worth and my career and my energy. And the minute I identify that, you know, like I said, it was a curse and a blessing or a good and a bad thing, however you want to you wanna put it. Either way, it allowed me to identify the fact that I was attaching myself to that label. And then it made me start, um, you know, inner thinking and thinking to myself, okay, what other things have I attached myself to? That I'm not good enough for this or I'm only going to be this or... You know, then I started seeing within myself all those patterns because they're patterns of life. We we grew up with these patterns of, you know, I'm only a female so I can only accomplish this or I'm only um, whatever degree you're on, a nurse, for example, for myself, but so I can only be a nurse. And so identifying what labels you attach yourself to and shedding some of that and understanding your self-worth comes from within and understanding your peace of mind comes from within I think that allows you to encounter a different peace of mind and then in turn allows you to take risks because now you're not attached to anything. I'm only this, so I can't do that because, you know, I don't fit in that category. You see, because when you categorize yourself and you label yourself, then you prevent yourself from taking risks in other areas in your life. I know it. Wow. We've got about one minute left. Uh, what a fabulous show. You, you both are incredible. Incredible. Uh, I got to ask you, you know, let's start with you, Dr. H. Uh, again, mention the Freedom Challenge, and I, I, I got to know what your personal message is. And, and Letty, I, I'm hoping we have time to get a word from you. Let's do it, ladies, and thank you so much. 
my my personal message is helping teach people the secret to having more time, talent, health, and wealth. And whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And I challenge each and every person to make that bucket list of dreams and to get in the game that we call life and just live it full out. Wow. Ready. And my personal message in regards to this seven deadly lessons would be, if today was your last day, the seven deadly lessons would not matter. You would live fully without regrets, and you would enjoy every minute of it. Wow. I love you both. What's the best way for people to find out about you? Dr. H, D-R-H, at thefreedomguru.com. And you can awesome. email you can email me at lettymbelieve at gmail.com. Well, thank you both. We've got more to come from you. We are so excited. And uh, stay tuned. I can't wait for them to write up their blog on this show because, boy, did you both capture it. Thank you for a phenomenal show uh, to both of you and for all that you do. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. Galios miso dressings are delicious and made with only the finest, freshest, and all-natural ingredients. Galios miso dressings are low in fat, sugar, salt, and carbohydrates. They do not contain any artificial ingredients or any wheat, eggs, vegetable gums, or MSG. What they do contain is astonishing flavor and silky texture that can only come from using premium quality ingredients. Order online with free shipping at www.galioscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S cafe.com. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R patshow.com for listening times in your area. Wondering how to make more confident strategy for retirement? Do you know that there are potentially more than 12 things to consider when planning for or approaching retirement? Then stop wondering and attend the retirement seminar hosted by Jeff Packman, financial advisor with Packman Brown & Associates. 
a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington. Call 425-372-4813 for a formal invitation to the next seminar on November 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Light hors d'oeuvres and beverages will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC.